Howdy, and welcome to the Feed Bandit Podcast, where we talk all things hunting and introduce you to the most innovative hunting gear and services. Here are your hosts, Jimmy Byrne and Richard Kinchlow. Howdy, folks. Welcome back to the Feed Bandit Podcast. Jimmy here, and I'm joined by Richard. What's going on? Doing well, sir. Doing not uh, not a lot. Just uh, <laughs> just building bird houses. Yeah, still here, still here. So yeah, don't have the uh, don't have the COVIDia, which is good. Don't know anybody who's got or done got the COVIDia. So yeah. so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Same here. Um, yeah. Pretty crazy stuff going on out there. But yeah, that's why we keep this podcast going so we can divert Absolutely. our minds to things that uh, we love. Right, mainly hunting. Seriously, seriously, it's very true. I mean, and that—that's why I'm excited about today's episode because we've got a little—I got a little story to tell. And you know, truthfully, if you know, we can't hear by a campfire with you know a, a beer or a drink, it's you know, hey, you hear it over your headset, you know, and you get them takes your mind away from all the craziness. And that's that's the point of this, you know. So yeah, I agree. absolutely, absolutely. So you alluded to what we wanted to talk about today, and just as a reminder, everyone out there. Uh, if you didn't hear our last podcast, where uh, Richard gave a review of the new shotgun that he bought for his daughter to turkey hunt with, uh, this is kind of a part two, I guess you could say, to right. that episode, because now we're going to get a recap of what he learned while he was out there actually yeah. trying to use the gun and right. other things that came up during turkey hunt, the turkey hunt, which... I'm excited to hear about because, you know, turkey hunting is my favorite. And here I am stuck in inside here in Dallas, not able to <laughs> not able to get out there and do it. Right. Although, right. you know, I did text you yesterday saying that I, <laughs> I watched yeah. it. I don't know if this is a good thing or not because, anyway, I ended up watching a, a turkey hunt uh, on the, the DFW Outdoors show, basically. Right. And yeah. now they, they didn't end up. They missed the turkey at the at the very end, which I thought oh. was interesting because a lot of those shows, you oh, know, no. like last day of the hunt and they get the major the major yeah. trophy. But at right. least this was more like a it felt real because they actually missed it. Well, um, it was funny because the, the turkey. They, <laughs> go ahead. Now I was saying they either get the major trophy or they get the the yearling six points. They're like, oh. and we're great. <laughs> It was funny. This turkey, they were hunting eastern turkeys in the Rio, Red River County. And so, yeah, that'd be awesome to do. But uh, this one, they called in. It was coming in, huge dude. And uh, still kind of some behind, behind some trees and everything. You could tell it was starting. It was Its head was totally blue, running, basically almost darn near trotting in. Like, oh, okay, this could right. be great. But then you could see his head slightly start to turn a little, you know, going from blue to white. And then they're, you know, they're like, okay. Get you know once he's clear you know shoot him da, 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 da. and sure enough like right as you you could I mean as a watcher you know anyone who's turkey hunted watching the show could sense that I like started tensing up because I knew this raid was about to shoot you know yeah yeah and right as he did that I saw that head kind of move forward you know oh no and he ran started running right as he shot I mean yeah. literally right there and then it started flying oh, off uh, after the first shot you know and he kind of shot some more a little at it trying to get it touched to shoot it but they totally missed. And I was thinking, wow. I was like, man, that I, that happened to me. The exact same thing happened to me last year while we were right. hunting. I mean, I still got my uh, a good tom, um, but then when I went back out, it happened to me. You know, again, where they started running right when I was ready, you know, to shoot. You know, and that and I, I was watching it, and I was watching it with my wife, <clears throat> and uh, she was asking me questions about it. I mean, I guess to show how bored she was, 
And uh, I, was, <laughs> I was explaining it, and I was like, man, yeah, that's happened to me before. I mean, the feeling after that is just like, ugh. But then, at the same time, it's like, makes you want to get out there and do it again. But anyway, at least I have to watch a show <laughs> about right. that. Because you know, I don't have the Outdoors channel on my package. Right. So I, that was like my one kind of reprieve. But at the same time, it made me be like a little melancholy, use the word again, oh, that well, I, I couldn't nice. get out there. You know, yeah. so I'm excited to hear. Sorry for hogging this up. No. All that. I'm excited Dude. to hear what happened. Uh, don't don't be silly. This is kind of worth a therapy session, too. Don't right. <laughs> yeah, no. So, um, yeah. So the story begins in Paris, France, 1674. <laughs> That's the French Revolution. Anyway, I've done a little bit of studying in my, my boredom. So, um, yeah, no, I, I think the first thing I want to talk about is, is, is like Jimmy said, you know, we got the Stevens 301 single shot. Um, and again, trying to get that last year to kind of come up with a really good package for all the kiddos, you know, well, another piece of that package that I needed to get were some pop-up lines. You know, I, I, I knew that, you know, I wouldn't, it, it's with kids, obviously with hunting and fishing, you really want to try to maximize, you know, the success rate to as much as you can. Uh, obviously you still want fair chase and all that kind of stuff, but um, I knew that that having my daughter or any kid for that matter sit on the ground and try to shoot a turkey is just asking a lot pretty early. That's my opinion. Um, so you know, my parents were always, "What do you want for your birthday? What do you want for your birthday? What do you want for your birthday?" I'm like, "Nothing, nothing." Oh, you know what? Actually, I finally figured something out. And of course, they listen very intently. Uh, and my birthday is in late March, so it, it works out pretty good for turkey season stuff. So I said, "You know, give me two cheap pop up blinds." You know what? Sorry uh, to interrupt you, but I yeah, don't think no, no. we ever gave you a proper, proper happy birthday on oh. the podcast. Oh, We're only yeah. uh, what two weeks late now? Three weeks maybe? Yeah, I, I got to uh, do the math. No. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I appreciate yes, it. Yeah. So yep. from uh, the Feed Bandit 20... family to you, happy birthday! Thank, thank happy you. belated birthday! Thank you. Twenty-seven. Uh, right. Twenty-seven. Anyway, yeah, crazy. So. Uh, so anyways, I ended up getting these pop-up blinds and, you know, I, I wanted to do that so that we could, we could get closer to these birds. So last year that that's what I did is, uh, I went out there since Abby, you know, he, she saw me shoot the 20 gauge said, listen, that's, that's too much. I don't want to do it. I didn't pressure her. Okay. So I said, you know what, I'm going to go out there and test these pop-up blinds so that the following year, 2020, AKA this year, um, you know, we can see if this really works. So I put those pop-up blinds out there, guys, kind of near the feeders. And it was amazing how as long as you kind of set it back in the brush, and I didn't even bother brushing these things in. It was amazing how the turkeys would walk right past us. Like, I don't see anything different, you know. Wow. Uh, awesome. It was unbelievable. And it worked everywhere. Now the deer like, are you freaking nuts, dude? Get, get out of here. <laughs> uh, and, and, and that's still the case. So you, you know, there's uh, that gave me one thing of... I've never done. Uh-huh. One thing I've never done is sit in a, a blind like that for turkey. That's fun. Oh, it, it believe me. Do that next time. Yeah. You 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 will like. Uh-oh. Uh oh. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you you will like it because it is easier, quote unquote easier. You know, you don't you you can move a little bit more. So, mm-hmm. so so that's what that's what we did. So okay, so fast forward to I guess it was uh, you know last uh, last Friday no last Saturday morning. Yeah, that's when it was. Gosh, opening day of uh, youth turkey season. I, we get up at six a.m. I mean that that's early. Well, that's typically what we time we woke up pre-corona. Uh, but we wake up, I got all the gear, okay? So I've got two just foldable chairs you buy at Academy, okay? Um, 
I got my pop-up line. I got some, you know, the camo, the calls, I got everything ready to roll. And so we we head out to one of these areas where I, I think I'm going to set up. And this area that I'm going to set up in, uh, we it, it's got this big power line running down the middle. So it's nice and clear. We've got a feeder there, two feeders, there, a protein and a, a spin feeder. And so I, there are some nice little pockets that have been cut out kind of in the tree line. So that's where we set up our blind. So I set up blind and, and we get Abby in there. And so Abby's, we're, we're sitting kind of, you know, we're sitting kind of not next to each other, but she's a little bit in front of me. And this blind's got really got three windows that's separated by a little bar and a little piece of fabric. So um, that's one of the things I really liked about this blind is I was able to put the, a, a piece of like almost, in fact, I think it's shoot through archery uh cloth or whatever and i i basically made it and put abby back in the blind enough to where um you know she had her she had her her little gun rest okay and just the the i'd say probably two inches of the barrel are sticking out of the blind so it's pretty deadly and then she was able to move you know relatively easily you know kind of left and right and depending on where the where the birds will come from um, so again, we get in there, uh, we're probably all set by six 30. So the Cardinals start chirping, the birds start coming alive about six, yeah, six 45 ish. And of course I'm listening for goggles or goggles. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> uh, I'm listening for gobbles and I don't hear a thing, not a thing, which is just kind of bizarre. You know, you think you'd hear one off in the distance about seven 30 though. I finally hear one off way in the distance. I'm like, all right, well, you know, this is. This is good. You know, about that time, about uh, about 7.50, the corn feeder goes off and sheds about two years of my life off. It scared me <laughs> to death. In fact, I think I peed a little bit, too. It was, so it how was close sad. were you sitting to I was, I was probably about 10 yards. No, about, oh, no, about, no I was probably about 15, to, no, 20 yards. Call it 20 yards. And, I had my, and that's the other thing is I had a hen decoy out in front of me. And I had the hen decoy positioned to where anything coming from the left or anything coming from the right could clearly see it. And that's important to, to mention. So I had the, you had the decoy out there. And, uh, and I'm sitting there doing my slate call, doing my slate call. Now, I'm not wearing it out. Okay, that, that's one of the biggest, the biggest problems for turkey hunters is that they, they, you can overcall. It's just like ducks. You know, you don't want to overcall because – you know, chances are that during all your calling, you could screw up, you know, and that, and that could definitely flare the birds. So, um, I, I was, I was doing my calls and then all of a sudden to the left, uh, kind of in one of my blind spots, I finally hear a couple of gobbles. I'm like, all right, well, and I'm listening to them as they, as they, as they gobble. And I'm like, okay, those don't sound like Jake's. This could be uh, this could be, you know, full blown gobblers. This is, this is really cool. And uh, lo and behold, here comes a hen, and right behind her are these four big, uh, size-wise, very large first-year gobblers. Okay, so they were not, they were not Jake's. I say their beard is probably, uh, you know, two inches, something of that nature. But God, they were thundering every time I called. They gobbled, and, and you know. Yeah, it was great. And, and really, you know, this time, this so early in the season, this is sometimes how you do it. You know, the the gobblers are stuck on the hens. They're going to follow that live bait all day. So it's really tough to get them separated. And I kind of knew that's what I was going to be dealing with. So um, so here they come. And the hen immediately goes for the corn feeder. I'm like, well, Abby, this is it, baby. 
This is absolutely it. When these guys come by, you know, we're going to wait till they stop, squeeze the trigger, and uh, th- this is this is done. You know, I'm thinking, man, this is great. And I'm like, you know what? She's owed because she's really been. She is. We we've been. If you've listened to the sh- the show, she's been trying to get a hog since since October. You know, it just normally we're covered up in hogs because of the acorns. We just hadn't that's hadn't been showing up. You know, so I'm thinking this is justice right here. And, uh, you know, so the hens, the hens, the head, the single hen starts going to the feeder and the, 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 the toms hang up and it's not because of the blind. You can tell it, it's almost as if it's almost as if the, okay, all four of them realize that they got my decoy who they think is alive and the hen near the feeder will just stay right here and, and, and just hope that, you know, hope that we maybe get the attention of some more or we're looking for more. And so, you know, I had, uh, we were able to, to get Abby's gun up and we've got on the, the rest. Okay. And she's, we, and I'm, I'm doing it right now, but she's got to kind of settle. She's got the, the, the butts, the stock kind of on her leg, you know? So I'm like, this is perfect. She's comfortable. She's not getting the shakes from having to hold it up, which of course, as we all know, if we were in outside the blind, she would. Okay. And she just, oh, yeah. you know, it's a light gun, but she just can't do that. Um, that's, that's probably the, for me at least. Oh yeah, the, the hardest thing to get comfortable with when you know the turkeys are coming, Agreed. or it, but you, maybe you don't see them and you don't know exactly or whatever, you know, and you're like, oh, yeah. okay, I got to get my gun up, but yep. I don't want to, you know, wear myself out exactly. so fast holding it. So I got to figure out a way to, uh, uh, you know, adjust myself. Oh, you know? it, there's one hundred. You're hundred percent. You're exactly right. So you know, so we so we got this, so this hen sitting there pecking around, pecking around. Okay, well, finally the gobblers start kind of moving. Okay, so they're going from where where we're looking now. They're going from left to right. Well, they go around the protein feeder. Okay, which there's a fence right there. So Abby slowly brings her gun in. I, I'm holding the shooting sticks because at that point she really hadn't learned how to grab the shooting sticks with the barrel, you know, and, and then get readjusted. So now the gobblers are heading towards the almost kind of the, the back of the corn feeder. So I've got to get her gun out of the far left window inside the blind out the far right window. All right. Well, well, that's when I kind of realized, wait a minute, I'm in trouble here because she can't move her chair without mm-hmm. having to stand up. All right. And, 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 and kind of scooch it this way. Huge mistake on my part. Huge mistake on my part. Uh, because now, cause she just can't twist and sit there and hold it for an hour, you know? So these gobblers make their way to the back of the corn feeder. Um, and we're, and we're trying to get her position and we're making all kinds of noise. Well, th- you know, thankfully not, you know, frustratingly, they, they kind of stayed out of sight or they stayed, you know, just out of range. You know, and that's the other thing is that if it was a 12 gauge, it, it donezo. They are done. They were probably about 40 yards, but with this, her first turkey with the Stevens mm-hmm. 301, uh, you know, regardless of what the tests say, regardless of what my tests prove, I, I just want her first one to be very successful. So we decided not to shoot. Now, I always tell everybody that even though I've been doing this 100 years, I always run to things that, that just continue to surprise me, okay? Well, this hen started walking back down past the fear towards the, the, the kind of the Sendero, and I thought, well, crap. You know, there she goes. And so the, these these toms are probably going to follow her, but they didn't. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, I was pucking and purring and all kinds of stuff trying to get them to stay. And every time I made a noise, they gobbled, but they never came to my decoy. <clears throat> but what they did start doing, which is absolutely hysterical, and I have never seen them do this, is that they, <laughs> 
every time I would like purr or puck, they'd, they'd go crazy. <laughs> and, and, and then they would start, they, they would start doing the mating motion. Hmm. It, I've never seen them do this. It was like, they were so fired up that they, I mean, for lack of a better term, they basically started humping the ground. I've never <laughs> seen this before in my life, but, but had you had just showed up at that point and watched these Tom's doing this, you would have thought, Oh, they have a hen on the ground. That's what they're doing. Huh. I'd never, never seen them do that. And of course I'm thinking, you know, I want to get on my phone. Like, how do you get a one-year-old gobbler to come in when you know they're really, really hot, you know? And, uh, it, it was, it was incredible, an incredible experience just to, to see them, the, to see them doing that. Well, about the time that, that hen walks away, another hen comes in from the left and, and right behind her ends up being almost 11 jakes. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sorry. 10. 10, 10 janks. Well, still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come in, which is unbelievable. So, I mean, I've got, I've got a ton of turkeys here. And as you, it just, and they never really gobbled much, but yeah, I was really hoping that one of them would, would head to our decoy. It never happened. But, you know, we ended up, so for Saturday morning, I said that that's a great way to begin things. You know, we, um, a lot of turkeys had a lot of action, learned a lot, you know, um, and, and I'll tell you, from that point on, the, uh, the little fold-up chair was gone. And so Saturday evening, we went to another blind. Uh, we set up another area near a feeder, and this time we brought a swivel chair with a back. Uh, and that was the key. Um, you know, it's got to have a back because you're in there for a while, okay? And it, was, and it was a little bit lower to the ground, so it was perfect. Hey, hold on one quick moment. Hey folks, have you ever wished that there was an easier way to find the hunting feeds, supplies, and services you need, when and where you need them? If so, check out our hunter search at feedbandit.com, where you can see what hunting suppliers are in your area or are on the way to your land. Don't waste any more precious time searching Google or calling around for feed, blinds, feeders, or even outfitters. Just use our targeted search for hunters, the FeedBandit Hunter Search, over at feedbandit.com. We'll find your feed. You make sure it's well oiled with some little you WD forty. That's <laughs> funny you say that because I never even thought about that, Jimmy. Never even thought about it. But you know, to, to the to your point, thank God it was because it, it did not squeak. But um, so Saturday, uh, same type scenario. We were we were going to one of our blinds that that's actually your favorite blind, Jimmy, on uh, another pasture. And uh, we were a little late leaving the house, go figure. And, and this time, my wife and my youngest daughter, who was uh, just about to turn five, were going to be up in the deer stand. And Abby and I are going to be in our little pop-up blind near the feeder. So it was going to be great. We were going to have, uh, like, uh, anybody seen the the nineteen early 1990s movie Navy Seals? You know, where they're like, God, God. You know, and they got the sniper in the tower, and they're talking to, quote, God. Uh, that that's how it was. So my wife was up in the blind and so she could see everything. So we were going to that blind that you love so much and, you know, we're doing the typical, all right, cross your fingers. Let's hopefully not, they're not there. And boy, sure as hell they're there and there's a bunch of them. So they're already in there. I'm like, well, there, there goes that. So we keep driving, uh, this particular pasture. We've got, we've got two blinds, uh, two blinds and feeders. You know, uh, so we just we end up, let me jump in here real quick. Yeah, you know, you know when this happened to me at that location, what I've oh, done before, yeah, it's just set up, you know, where we typically park yep. our cars on yep. that backside, mm-hmm. and yeah, you know, I just sit there and I've called them up, obviously up, you know, yep. up and around. Oh yeah, 
Oh yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I I sat there and kind of did the the thinking in my head, and I said, do, "Man, do I really want to do this?" Because I'm like, you know, I gotta get the blind set up. You know, she's right. in shorts, I'm in short. You know, I was like, yeah, yeah it's much not. easier by yourself probably to do. Yeah, that. Raw, when yeah, you know big, they're all right there, and you're trying not to make noise because the right. to hear you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, and, and the other thing is they're so hemmed up. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this is so early. You know, it was still cold, quote unquote. You know, so the hens have not gone to nest yet. And, and that's really when you see a majority of your, your turkey hunters succeed in kind of the way you and I like to do it, the cat and mouse, uh, mm-hmm. is when those hens head to the nest and they show no interest in the gobblers or they, they show no interest in doing anything but sitting on their nest. Um, so we, we ended up going to the other, the other blind on that, on that pasture, which you know about, uh, and we, we get to the cattle guard that kind of separates is like a, a, a middle of this pasture. And there's another big Tom blow them out of there. I'm like, God, here we go. So finally we drive up to this, this, the, the other blind and figure there's no, nothing there. We get set up, put the decoy out again. The decoy is kind of strategically put out to where, you know, e- anything coming from the left and right can see it really well. Um, and so we were able to set up this pop-up blind in between these two cedar trees. It was perfect. Um, just, just perfect. So I start calling and and we literally didn't hear anything for about probably about an hour. And finally we heard gobbles kind of in the distance. Um, and then my wife texts, texts me. She goes, here they come. And sure as sure enough, it was a, a hen and, uh, and two big gobblers. And the two big gobblers head to the protein station, which is a little separate from where the corn feeder is, uh, because the hen's there. Okay. And so I automatically know, listen, I, this entire, this is just going to be a battle between me and the hen, you know, between me and the live hen. Um, and so we're going back and forth and they are gobbling like crazy. Um, Love it. Of course, my wife's text. Thank God we got free data because when we were just and my fingers were cramping, <laughs> it was all said and done. Uh, but she was like, you know, here they come, here they come. You know, then the hen would make a noise and they would turn back around. I mean, they just wore out this little trail. Uh, longer story or a, a long, a very long story short, the, the closest I ever got those two gobblers was within about forty-five yards. I could just mm-hmm. see them. Uh, again, if it was a 12 gauge, you know, three and a half inch shell, you know, I, one of us would have definitely taken the shot, but, but for, uh, but for her again, it's just too far. Didn't mm-hmm. want to blow it. So, um, it, but still just another great experience, you know, and I can tell she's getting a little frustrated because, you know, she felt like she blew the chance in the morning. I of course told her, listen, you know, this is what happens. It's going to happen again, you know? Uh, but, uh, to have a big old, big thunder chicken that close and, 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 and goblin like that, I think was a real, uh, uh, was, was a real treat for her. So again, mm-hmm. lot, lots of good family time with the kiddos. Um, yeah, but it, it was, it was fun. Uh, Sunday well, well, you know, the, the yeah. worst, it could have been worse. You could have been totally skunked. So at least, at least she's seeing the, uh. You know the success of oh yeah you know, calling you know, like talking back and all that. Oh, that's yeah. that's oh, to yeah. me is actually one of the top probably three favorite things about turkey hunting is when you can oh, engage yeah. for one and you can actually talk to it. <laughs> you know, yeah, so absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, it was just a, anyways the the cat and mouse went on forever and you know I, I what I was really hoping for um, was that, you know, the, the gobblers were over there by this protein station, you know, going crazy. And again, they got within about 45, 50 yards. 
But I was really hoping that with all the racket, that at least a Jake or a young gobbler uh, would show up and, you know, maybe head cautiously head to the corn feeder. Um, and, and so maybe that would, you know, that would, we could get it done there. What well, it just never happened. Um, so, so fast forward to, to, to sat Sunday afternoon because we slept in Saturday, Sunday morning. Um, we go back to that same blind when we first started out, uh, because when we had gotten there, uh, we had gotten there late Thursday, you know, we, we had kind of driven around and there were, there were lots of birds at, at all the major feeders and, so we just said, well, let's just pick one and go. And so, well, we had, we had success of the one with the power line run down the middle. So let's head back there. So we did. Uh, and it was by far the slowest hunt. I mean, it was, it was rough. Um, we, we did not have, we got in there about four 30, did not hear a thing. Um, until, um, God, probably six o'clock. Now my experience, that is not uncommon uh, when it's when it's warm outside, you know, you, those birds tend to work in the morning, and then they'll they'll loaf under oak trees for a while, especially when it gets hot, you know. And they and they won't come out until the you know the late afternoon. But but man, it was cool, and the hens were moving around everywhere. So I just did not expect that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, sure enough, uh, you know, finally about six o'clock again, we're we're hearing gobbles in the distance. And uh, here comes th- this time from the left. Here comes a, a a troop of jakes, and I think there was I think there was three of them, and uh, they end up doing this basically the same darn thing. They kind of hung up out there, uh, and again, I, you can tell they're not scared, you know. And so, because I just you know, I was wondering what what is going on? Why are they following the same routine? I didn't know. Well, then I look to my right, and here comes a here comes two hens, and then here comes a, um, a, a, a even younger Jake. It was really bizarre, you know, because typically, you know, during turkey season, you know, the females are together or or by themselves, and the Jakes are, and the the males are all together. But sure as hell, this Jake was stuck with these two hens, so he comes right to the corn feeder. So you know, from from history, we've got Abby's barrel out the left side of the window, right? And so we have to pull it in, move it over to the right. And uh, I'm thinking to myself, man, this is it. This is this is really going to happen. Well, uh, it ends up this Jake, this Jake just he just would not stop. He never, ever really gave us uh, a really good solid shot. I mean, I'm telling we were we were within 10 yards. I mean, the close, not 10 yards, 15 yards. Um, so it definitely would have been a, a, a an ugly situation for that Jake if it had been somebody like us with more experience. But um, you know, again, and, and this is where a lot of my video is is um, you can hear me talking to we're we're going to post a video in the show notes that kind of talks about some of these tips. But then it actually goes through the the two minutes of of me kind of coaching Abby as this this Jake is in range. Um, and, you know, she just, she was just hesitant, you know, and that happens. So mm-hmm. uh, I am hoping that, you know, when we go back out there, hopefully this weekend, where we're going to have a different result. But um, uh, anyways, I think it was a great experience for her. My wife and other daughter really enjoyed it. Saw a lot of deer too, which was fun. And, um, you know, it, that's, that's one of the things is that even during that downtime, you know, we had Dove at the feeder, and Cardinals, and all kinds of you know things just kind of hopping around. That's 
and I, it's, it's important to bring that kind of stuff out, you know, to because that that is cool, you know, especially this day and age when we're well, this day and age, this month and last month when we're stuck in the freaking house. You, you got to enjoy every ounce of fresh air you can get. So um, I and I I do every time I'm out there, but I think that really kind of I think I kind of struck something with my oldest daughter. She 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 agreed. So mm-hmm. um, well, that's cool. Yeah, no. So it it was a great experience. Um, I think it definitely gave her some confidence that, hey, baby, you can do this. You know that this is, you 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 certainly can. You can get this. Do you you have the ability to do this? I'm proud of you. So, anyways, check out the video if you're interested. You've got young kids. It's again, it's full of a lot of good stuff. I was, I was uh, pretty pleased how it came out. Well, awesome. Yeah, uh, we'll definitely uh, post that. You know, on the podcast page, we'll email, if you're on our email list where we uh, remind people of our new podcasts and whatnot, it'll be in that email. And I haven't actually watched it yet, so I'm excited to watch it. I was waiting for us to uh, have this conversation first. Oh, yeah. You know, so I could could hear it, hear you talk about it, and then I can go watch it. You know, so that's what I... Kind of like our listeners, they may hear hear us talk about it and they can go watch it. So yes, now I'm excited to go out there and watch it. And uh, yeah, very cool. Yeah. So I, I we're going to try to go again uh, this weekend, which was be Easter, and so because uh, <laughs> ain't much else going on, especially not getting together. So uh, we're <laughs> we're going to go out there, but but uh, this time Mr. Twelve Gauge is coming along too. So oh heck yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty excited. Uh, that's definitely going to increase our chances of something dying. So we'll, uh, <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. Awesome, awesome. Yep. Well, uh, great story. We hope to continue to hear, you know, about it, and I'm sure she'll get one before, you know, the end of the season. Definitely, definitely. I hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. We got anything else to talk about on this one? You know. Uh, boy, other than just the, the, you know, the normal, you know, we have been talking, you and I, since uh, forever, um, well before we started the podcast about, about the need to, to help out the, you know, these small towns, uh, you know, for us here in Texas, but really all over the country, you know, and, uh, we've always talked about the feed stores and, and those, and those hunting, those hunting and fishing outfits that are, you know, suppliers and whatnot are, in these small towns, um, and, and I'll, I'll tell you, uh, <laughs> with everything going on, that this is no time to stop. You know, they they definitely need the they need the attention. They need the help now. You know, and you know the the big box stores, they're going to be fine. You know, I, I am definitely not worried about them. You know, but um, again, the the small towns, they're out. The, the, you know, you're always going to get better customer service at, at a local feed store at a local hunting supplier. Uh, you're actually going to get somebody who knows what they're talking about, who's actually engaged, and actually probably is interested in what you're doing and wants to help you out. And I think it's important for everybody to remember that, you know. And if if you need to go out of your way a little bit to uh, to, to help one of those stores, to, to give them some business, let's do it. Um, I think it is. I think it is 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 so important, and uh, I, I think it's something that we've we've got to do. You know, you and I again. Like I said earlier we've been talking about this forever, and it's just, uh, man, now this day and age, it's uh, it's never been more true, never been more needed. You know, right, right. Couldn't agree more. And you know, if you need some help to find uh, some of those stores out there that are there to help you out, uh, check out our hunter search at feedbandit.com. 
Absolutely. You, if you've been listening to this program, you've heard our, some of our uh, break-in ads about that uh, Hunter Search, but that's what it exists for, is to help help you guys out there find those uh, those feed stores and other suppliers of hunting gear that, uh, that you know, we can go out there and do our best to help out. So right. check it out. Yeah, we're... Yeah, I was going to say, we are still, you know, you, you've heard us talking about where we are still actively, you know, going out there and, and pursuing these, uh, these feed stores to get signed up. You know, it, it is a new concept to them. It is new technology. Um, and, and so the adoption rate, it, it's going to take a little bit, you know, but, but ultimately we've talked to a lot of people that, that are pretty, pretty excited because they they definitely see the benefit and then they definitely understand the value of what we're trying to do here uh so it, it's it's very exciting um and uh, i think the future is very bright for this indeed it is mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm excited see there's a ray of hope in this uh there is there this is weird weird situation we're in so that's what keeps us going over here at old feedback feed bandit so oh, absolutely God, <laughs> weird weird is the understatement my friend. Uh, right 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 <sighs> yep well, all right folks thank you uh, just want to say thank you guys for listening to this one and stay tuned for uh you know future episodes of the feed bandit podcast we got more interesting uh, conversations ahead so uh we look forward to seeing you guys on the next one And everybody out there, stay safe and take care. Thanks for listening to the Feed Bandit Podcast. If you like what we discuss on the show, be sure to sign up to our email list to get even more killer hunting ideas, tips, tricks, and exclusive deals on innovative hunting gear and services delivered straight to your inbox. Sign up over at FeedBandit.com or simply by texting the word BANDIT to 33777. See you on the next one. And remember... Support your local feed store.